look in the eyes of my brother without shedding a tear for my brother. Yo! I really <laughs> 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 we back! And we back, and we back, and we back. Uh, uh, in the great words of Deron Swain, guess who's back? Again. And formerly honest is back. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. <laughs> Yo, oh man, we have taken a two-month break because of life, but we are back in this mother and we are so happy that you have joined us. We are the Inform of the Eyes podcast and we are the AMPS crew. Uh, my name is Josh, we got Aaron on the mic. We got AJ. What's up, good morning. And uh, the the dedicate, uh, if, if you listen to the last uh, track on Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor, <laughs> you'll hear uh, him <laughs> mentioned, Marcus. Mark- <laughs> Hey, thank you, hey, man. I was so appreciative when I heard that shout out. I was listening to you for so long. I waited for your album to come out. Appreciate you, man. Yo, hold up. I just realized that like no one who's just listening to it without the video can see me throw up the deuces when when Josh said we got Aaron on the mic. It just it just it just fucking fell silent. It just fell silent. So hello, world. Yeah, I do exist. <laughs> Yo, oh man, we're so glad to be back and so glad to join us. Uh, we're glad for you to join us. If this is your first time listening to the Informally Honest podcast, we have four brothers from the Miller neighborhood of Gary, Indiana, that uh, come together to reunite, uh, like like um, uh, Captain Planet, if you will. <laughs> uh, and we con- converse on a myriad of topics. That could range anywhere from relevant to completely irrelevant. And yeah, we just like to chop it up, roast, and have a good time. So by all means, thank you for joining us. If this is your first time, this is season three. Welcome. We've been doing this. Go listen to the old episodes. They good too. Oh, 50 of them. Oh, right. <laughs> Only getting better like Royce, yo. Only getting better like Royce. Oh, <laughs> uh, um... Above all else, uh, a thing that we, the reason why we are called informally honest is because we pride ourselves in where this conversation, no matter where this conversation goes, we pride ourselves on these three principles, and that is being forthright, being vulnerable, and most of all, we got to be honest. <laughs> so, fellas, it's been a minute. How the fuck are you? Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I know everybody <laughs> else doing great as well, but... uh. <laughs> <laughs> been a lot of a lot of changes and a lot of things that stayed the same in my life but no <laughs> more changes than anything and uh man, man that was how to keep it broad <laughs> no, I'm, about to, I'm about to i'm about to break it down i'm about to break it down <laughs> i got a new car oh hey. come on i got a new job hey hey oh shit new web new employment <laughs> Hey man, yeah. sound like a good test. Had a had a enlightenment. <laughs> man got the company car. Who <laughs> <laughs> play the piano, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got. I did. Uh, have a have an amazing time. I did shrooms, man. Oh, yeah, man. Okay, yo, we gotta discuss that. It a little was bit dope. I, was I did it. I did it before. But I didn't get the same effect. 
Yeah, I didn't do as much. And I probably didn't do that enough this time, too. Mm-hmm. But it still gave I, me a little... Sound a little bit like an addict. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, for real, though, was it like a... Were they the hallucinogen ones or the more of a buzz? buzz well, ones? I, to my knowledge... I mean, mm-hmm. it, there is a lot of different types of mushrooms, but to my mm-hmm. knowledge, yeah. they they all are hallucinogenic. Yeah. Uh, I asked that because I didn't I didn't necessarily have an, a hallucinogenic experience. But, I had more of a buzz where I was like, well, you didn't take it to the couch, you know? Maybe that. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I, I'll just I shut up and let you finish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your perspective is is appreciated. <laughs> um. <laughs> I I didn't take a, enough to see like cartoons and stuff like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just kind of saw like colors not respecting <laughs> normal <laughs> boundaries <laughs> and uh, <laughs> shapes. <laughs> it was like stuff swirling at times, you know. But that was just like the beginning, and I was like, mm. I mean, that part is is uh, not as important as the mental part of it, like. Uh, but I, then again, I didn't take enough to see like figures and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah what, was, uh, what was your environment, bro? Were you like outside? Or were well, you- I, I, I wanted to be outside, but I just, I just decided to stay in because <laughs> it was, it was night and I wasn't by nature uh, per se. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, to have been in the parking lot. <laughs> right, like, yeah, I'm outside, but, you know, Just standing there, blank face. Just, I'm going to see a demon if I look, uh, you know. Yeah. With that, yo, with herbal tonic in your hand. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. I don't, right, I don't think official, I would, uh, demon, official drink of it, formerly honest. <laughs> Unofficial drink. Yeah. Arizona ain't giving us no money. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a few, uh, Small enlightenments and uh, perspectives to be shown, and okay. um, it was cool. It was cool, man. I I encourage anybody to have that have that experience if you are ready, you know, because a lot of people, I don't know. Like um, I've heard, like if you are have some type of in- huge insecurity or uh, fears that is gonna is just gonna come out whatever is in you is gonna be kind of amplified and it's gonna show you yourself like and and at one point i felt like i was viewing like a remote viewing i felt like mm. i was remote viewing myself in the room and i was just like not only like the view of me but like the perspective of of other other people how they may see me and um how how my life is going like to other people somehow and um yeah that was one of the like like people are siphoning your life from you kind no not not like that when you say (laughs) siphoning you mean like taking it away i mean like you get you say your soul is mine yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not uh, necessarily like actively like you know leeching off of your no uh, no 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 it wasn't <laughs> I didn't mean you, like you that, making no. it like more I, I said I didn't mean it like that like, <laughs> I I, I'm not making I know, it I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> ask your question I gotta get this joke off 
Hindi ba ikinig? You making it an anime? <laughs> I gotta get this joke. <laughs> he made it a manga. That's funny. <laughs> that's the best. Yo, that's the best. Yo, hold on, chill out. I really want to get this joke. Out. Hold on, man. This shit is really good, bro. Hold on. <laughs> but no, I just, oh, I just, great, I felt, I didn't feel like another person i just felt like the the third person like i it wasn't a it wasn't a person or a lens that i was seeing myself from maybe it was just like how others may see me or something like that ah bro but it, it's kind of hard to explain a lot of the things but i actually wrote a lot of stuff down so that's dope, that was baby. that was one of the things that i've been <laughs> been up to but it's so been a, I've been really a, quick. Mm-hmm. So I know you kind of explain like uh, in regards to like what come like whatever is in you kind of comes out. That's the same way I would explain meditation in a way like whatever is really under the surface that you've been like uh, avoiding or what is or, or almost repressing for a lack of a better word. That's the shit that comes out first. Like you see the real shit. It's you, like you're not. Um, automatically you can close your eyes, take a breath and just become peaceful. You you see the things that have always been there that you've just been avoiding. So, uh, yeah, that was wild, Joe. That's uh, very, very reminiscent of, you know, certain practices. So, shout out. Anybody interested, give it a try. Or AJ, what's new with you? Um, There's not a lot of newness, but just more so... Uh, just further along this, I guess. Uh, so like, um, yeah, so I've been, you know, I've been working on this cardboard thing still. Uh, so I just, I got, I've just made a little bit more, more progress, you know, so that's that, um, you know, I, of course, spent two more months at this job than I had prior. That's going good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. No new uh, drug experiences, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe next season. <laughs> hey, Dub. I'm a, oh, sorry, my bad. No, I'm just enjoying some caffeine right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, same here. Nothing like too, too new. Um, during the break, my girl and I took a trip to Washington. We stayed at the place that we worked at a couple of years ago. And so it was really nice to see old friends and some new faces as well. And uh, the woman who runs it, it's like a little homestead slash Airbnb. She's actually looking to take a maybe a year off to travel. And she suggested or she requested uh, that in the next coming years that maybe my girl and I could go to Washington and run it for for a year. So that'd be it. That'd be an interesting experience. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, very, very cool, man. You never know who you're going to meet. That's super cool. I took a dip in that cold ass, that ferociously freezing lake again. It was always uh, <laughs> always nice, man. But uh, other, other than that, got a couple raises at work. Never hurts, you know? A couple? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, one <laughs> one is because like, <laughs> one is just, yeah, I'm the shit. So that's <laughs> <laughs> nah, Aaron, like, one you got is, a new uh, job, huh? Good. 
Got a few raises. One is the yearly raise. Once you, as long as you hit certain marks, oh, okay. or or in Lupe and Royce, once as long as you check certain boxes, <laughs> yeah, you know, you uh, you get the raise. And then I guess apparently, fairly soon, Georgia's minimum wage is going up, and uh, they don't uh, want they, they don't want our job, our company, to be a minimum wage job. So they raise it by a couple bucks, which is nice. They did the right thing. And yeah, for that, real. That right there was my point for like. If they raise it, because a lot of people's response to like, well, you know, how is it that somebody at McDonald's gets to make this and I'm making this? Like, well, you can use that as a lever as leverage for you to get a raise. I mean, yeah. now if your company says no, then I mean, I mean, then you can do about that. <laughs> but that that leverage is there though, so that's cool that your company, you know. Yeah, man. Okay. It was uh, it came out of the blue and it came a week or two sooner than they expected, just just from like the hard work that we've been putting in. So it's, mm-hmm. it's nice to be recognized on that level, you know? Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's what you want. But uh, other than that, man, just little art projects here and there. Um, shit, feeling good. St- still rocking a tie-dye. And uh, hopefully coming Monday, I just talked to my homie who's putting together the first shirt f- uh, for this merch that I'd kind of been fucking around with. He should have it done by Monday. So I'll have a, I'll have a uh, can send something in the chat for you guys to see see what you think. Just experimental, of course, just playing around. But uh, so merch coming sometime soon, y'all. You know, awesome. Yeah. Otherwise, man, you know, we're making it work, bro. We're making it work. Perusing through this life. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Um, On this end, um, what season started? So uh, I'm five weeks into my 35 and a half week contract. Uh, my body hurts like hell. Um, <laughs> we've already done a few situations. We had a couple shows in uh in the parks, and we just fin- we just finished this video project that's gonna be really dope. Um, coming out some uh early next year, and then uh we're getting ready for a show we have in Millennium Park. Uh, plug. Follow deeply rooted. Uh, Deeply rooted dance theater. Uh, we're performing at Millennium Park August 25th. That's big, right there. That's uh, um, with uh, Donald Lawrence, a gospel artist. Uh, we started building a show for his uh, his last album, Goshen, back in 2019. So we're doing the preview that we built back in 2019 again, Millennium Park with him and uh, Zeke and a new experience is going to be the choir associated. A few of his Tri-City, uh, Donald's Tri-City singers are going to be soloists, and uh, his hit, uh, Deliver Me, is going to be actually sung by Leandria Johnson, the woman who sang, sang it originally and won that BT show, Sunday's Best. So it's going to be like word. a big deal. So getting ready for that. Yo, are but you, got- uh, can I assume that either either you or Deeply Rooted Instagram has it on their story already? Because I go ahead yep. and repost it and shit. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's already being heavily promoted for that uh that and uh we're gonna be at the auditorium theater uh october 23rd and so uh those are the two like big big shows that are getting promoted right now um oh. and so yeah so i'm just getting ready for all of that uh dance is hard dance is a fucking hard job and so yeah other than that man uh that's really about it that's, uh it's just that that consumes my life that's i, I work 40 hours a week for the first time in my life not it's wild because like, like yeah. that's your 
your body is your instrument and your your everything in in that field is it's wild. Like how much how much time do you spend working out outside of dance, which is the workout itself, but you also work out. I'm assuming to kind of keep you know uh, I, keep keep uh, keep conditioned in a way. Like how often do you do that as opposed to getting tired of shit from 40 hours a week of dance? Well, that's the whole thing. Is like uh prior to being back on being back in season, I was in the gym maybe like three four times a week. Where uh, are you but, flexing? Huh? I saw you flexing. Yo, man, I, 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 I let Graham know, like, you know, trying to get these gains. <laughs> nah, and actually, that was a social experiment to prove to my girl that uh, that thirst traps don't work for me. And <laughs> did it uh, work? Did, did, it, did you prove it correct? With Yeah, yeah with what are your findings? <laughs> my findings, and humbly speaking, no one who didn't already express some sort of interest said anything. So no new. It wasn't, it wasn't anybody new. Mm. It wasn't anybody like this. Oh my God. It wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like that. that no. Nobody famous came out the woodwork. <laughs> Yo, man, let, let, uh, I got too many. Leanne LaHavis, Vanessa Hudgens. Like, like letting any of them throw something at me, I'll be like this. Yo, <laughs> come get this overtime. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, nothing like that happened. Um, and shit, I haven't, I haven't been in the gym in this whole time since the season started, just because we in there for eight hours a day, yeah. and then I got I hit rush hour traffic as soon as we get out, and we're rehearsing in the suburbs. So even though we get out at six, I probably don't get home until like eight o'clock. Man, okay. And, and so a lot of podcasts and music listening, huh? They're in that. Pretty much uh, depends. Like uh, I take people home, and so I don't listen to podcasts while they're in the car and whatnot. Just because, unless unless I see like folks already got their headphones on, then I will. But otherwise, yeah. I don't. I'll, I'll I'll put on some music. Uh, yeah, man. So just getting. Yo, used random. To are you still doing Uber or no? Nah, I stopped that a while ago. Okay. Uh, because when I the next time my secure uh my quality check came up, uh, I had a minor accident driving down to Purdue where uh, I hit a deer pretty much. And so I have a dent inside of my car and they were like, yeah, man, sorry with that dent, you know, we can't pass you. And I was like, yo, I've seen people pull up without a bumper. How the fuck? Yeah, how the fuck? <laughs> like, Our drivers ain't trying to ride around in that, bro. Say <laughs> that, man. A, a deer, that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's crazy, man. Like, cause a lot of times people's cars, they're dying. I yeah, like, yeah, dude. But I, 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 I was able all to, the spectrum, man. My right. <laughs> I was able to come out pretty unscathed. I lost them at the time. I lost a mirror, and it just uh, it scratched up the front a little bit and dented like by the uh, passenger headlight. Okay. Oh, but okay. Uh, it was only because I was able to like swerve and clip it. Okay. And so I didn't like actually hit it, hit it. But yeah, Uber was thank, like, and, yeah, and, man, and thank sorry. goodness there were no other cars on the road for you to swerve into. You know, thank goodness for yeah. real, dog. That's like a terrible but, decision to have to make. But they always say just it's better to hit the deer and, and instead of swerving to the person, obviously, for, for the, like the legalities and the loss of life in that way. Man, I yeah. feel like people got reactions. Like, nah, that's dog, the time for real. Everybody get, the, everybody, everybody get your reaction time up. We all see the deer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah. So, yeah, that's 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 been my life on this end. So, let's jump into the cast. How about that? Right. Yes, sir. No fucking season. <laughs> you know, dragging our goddamn feet. 
we're going to try to stay together. Unlike Royce and Lupa, we're going to try to stay together. <laughs> Yo, that's <laughs> <We're gonna> <laughs> that whole I was legitimately going to bring that up. Like, that shit is fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, Marcus, could... apparently your dude was the one that did the shit. Mickey Fax. Well, well he, I don't see how he did it. He was the main one talking about like uh uh that like was kind of man Lupe he had, a, he had some hits in that one. Lupe know how to get somebody there. I see, I see that he he's yeah, very hard. he's socially intelligent also. Like he know yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> he know what he's doing. I wish like it's and hard then, to say like how like who I really we, we started because they're going it. back and forth. But like I wish we could hear those the shit before the podcast got edited because apparently they've been. Going at it on the podcast, but I'm talking a lot well, of that I, shit out. I don't even know. Like, might have started it. Podcast. I'm talking about like uh that that live that Marcus sent. Oh, and there, Mickey Mickey was kind of exactly. That's the one that Lupe had his shirt off and all that. I think so. Yeah. Okay. At the same time, yo, Royce be telling so Royce would just be wild. He just be looking at him like, Nah, dog, you ain't that good. <laughs> like of course, of course, Mickey well, gonna think- be like, I'm a fire back. You ain't checking boxes, bro. Let's talk I'm about it. You won't record, man. <laughs> even on that record, even in that live, though, it was a thing of, uh, <laughs> hold on, we, we, we should, like, let, let me, let me, get yo, we, and talk yo, about we are recording. We, we are oh. recording. We oh, are true, recording. True, it is. It's oh, cool, cool. We can just okay, edit. Okay. It's cool. But I mean, you say we can just edit, like, it ain't going to be Adam. The- <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I thought of that immediately, nah, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I wanted to be able to keep some of this good shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was good that we put that in practice. Hey, y'all should have told me we was, Scott. I kept trying to interrupt y'all. Oh, I, was trying, no, I was trying to get you a dig in your nose, Marcus. I'm like, yeah, you get him. <laughs> but uh, but it, it really seemed like a like Lou that porn on man. It seemed like like Mickey was like Mickey was instigating, and Lou kept doing that thing where you know he's he's just yelling over him, and Royce was sitting there like, "Yo, we can we can talk shit. That's fine, but you're not gonna yell at me like I'm some little boy." Yeah, I, I felt them on that. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole tone thing, but, but they wasn't. Words. They were saying like he was. They wasn't even talking about him or something. But when they called him, like they was hyped and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just that's how that's what happened. But yeah. But why is Royce not just make a diss, make a song? Like I don't get it. I I feel that he he, kept he just his, talking too. He much. kept like, saying like the energy hip-hop. is off. He said he said if it was if they came with like a less malicious energy, then he would have done it. It just feels like he don't want to be. A part of like that type of energy. It feels like it's more than just a playful diss record in his mind. And Lou, Lou's like, record was way more disrespectful than Royce. <clears throat> I agree. I agree. And that's Royce, why I'm like, I, I know saying, there was some shit behind the scenes that we didn't those, listen that we haven't heard that the, between them two going at it the that back, went into that diss record. The backstory is that um, Lupe been like champion in this league called EO Yeah, EOW. Yeah, so, and Osiris this, and shit. So that league is a non. Uh, they can't, they can't come with personal disses and like I'm gonna kill your mm. mom and all that. You know, that's I, sh- I shoot you. I shoot your son. I shoot you. Are your son eating son chip or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They. So that was wild. So um, it became like uh, they were trying to say like who's the best, basically. Yeah. And Lupe was saying this is how we show that. And everybody else was yeah. like, why, why is that the thing? Like, we already have battle rap. But that's not battle rap. It's like a competition. Mm. But uh, as soon as it got personal, Lupe was like, 
you know, he didn't, he didn't, he don't like the, uh, I'm gonna kill your son holding right. the sonship, whatever. Yeah. And he was just, I saw a video where he was explaining that he was just like, you know, talking about Chicago and how he, we see death all around us. And right. He tired of that. He, he not, he not on he's that. Talking about that song on Drogus wave. Um, about that one girl, he mentioned that. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. That is inspired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, she went through some tragic. I guess a little girl got shot on a stray bullet or something. She got murdered on some That's bullshit. Of, I'm talking about and like, like Yo, or the, uh, no, I, Janae, I know what song. Uh, Janai, I know what song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of was just like, "Y'all ain't trying to promote that shit." But it was. I do. I feel like yo, if you, to some degree, if you say you the best, like overall, you the best. Then maybe you should prove it if you feel like you are. Prove it, Janila. Yeah, Janila. But that's why Lupe had uh, came so hard at him. But then again, Royce can still do that because I, I think my beef was not my beef, but uh, my only issue between the two records and why it feels like Lose was a lot more personal was, admittedly. It was kind of hard to stay tuned in to Royce. And I love Royce. And Royce is a technician. But it was yeah. so rap, rapidy, rappy that <laughs> I was like, I it's it's hard for me to stay here. That's what Mickey, I, Mickey facts. Okay, at first Lupe did I had the best one. But I think Mickey Fax one kind of took it over. Like because oh, he, he impersonated kinda, those other rappers and shit. Yeah. That and he just like really technically broke down <laughs> like Royce's position like mm -hmm. and um like like Aaron said he used everybody's style that was that was crazy yeah. man mm. yo shout out to Lou paying respects to Marshall though you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying I know he's one of your favorites Lou I know man I know, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> no nah, they were disrespectful they were like you, yo you're right Royce is like the his flow is incredible his flow is impeccable Race's flow on that song is absolutely brilliant. But I'm like, I get to the point. What do you, you know what I'm saying? Get to the point, dog. You know what, man? I think, <laughs> I think Royce has more stature in the game. I mean, he thinks he has more stature in the game than he actually does. And I'm not saying that Royce is like a low-level rapper. Yeah. But he's not up there yet with, with the Lupe's. Like, he he's always been lyrical to me, right? With mm -hmm. you know Eminem, yeah. But uh, he just started connecting with that. You know, I can that, agree that, with. That's a, I can he agree just, with that. He just started putting out, and albums. he's still getting better. But you know everything he does is better, though. I feel like, and like he's he keeps getting better. Yeah, I I, I feel like part of it is that we might have been slept on him too, from just the, the, the I, shadow of Eminem and other people who are like. Getting I agree with constantly you. getting yeah, thrown in your face. He might have been dope, period. Anyway, we just didn't yeah. recognize it. I I think he'd been in the background too long and he just, you know, kind of made his name in the game like as as himself, you know, with no yeah. attachment to like he, he was with Slaughterhouse. Like he was amazing yeah. with Slaughterhouse, but I agree. Um, I don't I don't I don't know. I like like y'all, I I'm not familiar with uh, as he puts it, rhinestone do rag Royce. I, I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know of him back then. He was just uh, street, but but Lupe was too. 
But I think it was a thing yeah. of when you everybody look, was street at first. When you look at regional <laughs> shit, except Kirk Franklin, we we had <laughs> hey he he gangster mm-hmm. Kirk, Kirk 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 is absolutely street. <laughs> Dunder Mifflin, this is Pam. Hey, yo, we should get to this welcome note for real. Let's get like Adam about that, a lot more. Than I, I was at the 18 minute mark is when the welcome note <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we normally don't start till 1130 anyway, at least my time. So I <laughs> um, well, I want to get this point out of uh, if I still have it. <laughs> um, I think I think a regional there's a regional aspect to our exposure to it is yeah. that uh, we were exposed to Lou because we're in the Chicago land area in the same way that Lou always talks about how he didn't grow up listening to a lot of the mainstream rappers he listened to who was local to him. And so. Yeah. Yeah. Us not really not granted Detroit is still Midwest. We just didn't really know that many motherfuckers. We knew Eminem and we knew Devin the dude. That was about it. <laughs> from Detroit. Yeah. I could yeah. and then D12. And D12. <laughs> but that was by by proxy from uh from Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Uh and so yeah. It uh but all in all, uh that's that on that. Unless y'all got anything y'all wanna add. I'm ready to hit the start button. Yeah. Work. <laughs> the Olympics are happening right now. Um, some more would have transpired by the time this comes out. Uh, big deal of black women, especially uh, Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka, uh, are like, I'm taking care of myself inside of my own mental health in order to make sure that I can still do whatever otherworldly physical prowess uh, uh etc that i that i'm capable of what are your feelings on uh the situation of you know simone biles is pretty much pulled out she first pulled out of all the team competition now she just pulled out an individual uh like even just if even if we just talked about simone like what what are your feelings on the situation it is nice to see that being a priority for somebody especially on such a big stage where there's pressure it's nice to just see that being a headline. Um, I like, like, first and foremost, like on, on one side, I like that. I just like that that's becoming a thing, especially on such a huge stage, somebody giving a shit about that aspect. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes I feel like it's like, nah, fuck that, push through. You hear about a lot of athletes, press for pros, <laughs> football players playing with broken fingers, broken hands, and all this shit. Um, and I, you just think about over the years, the effect that all these things, hard hits and whatnot, and like injuries have on somebody's mental and emotional state when they get older. Usually you hear about it, I feel like during, during retirement, <clears throat> you see how they're doing later on in life and you see the effects catch up to them. But I'd be interested to see the conversation she had with them, her team personally, and how they took it originally. You know, I'm assuming they, well, I guess we'll never really know, but I'm assuming they stuck behind her. So if they feel like, hey, we think we can still do it without you, then it's hard to it's hard to kind of argue that if, if they feel confident enough to in themselves to do it without her and understanding her situation, then 
more power to him. It kind of sucked it like the Michael Jordan of the team was like, yo, I'm going, going through some <laughs> shit, though. <laughs> I, 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 I know this is the finals. I know this is the finals and all. But look. Game seven. But, but, yeah. you said, uh, I, I but I'm so good, and there's so much pressure because I am so good. <laughs> that y'all wouldn't understand. You know? yeah. That's a great point that you brought up because I don't think that would have happened, you know, in a in a previous generation. It like did that. though. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. So so, <laughs> so I'm, I, I I'm, I'm curious. Think of, and I'm not gonna act like this is an original thought. Uh, I was listening to Brilliant Idiots earlier, and Schultz brought up how Jordan did the same thing. He did that when his dad died. Oh yeah. Oh when well. Yeah. Was killed, oh. He 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 took that he took whatever time he did off. And yeah. So it's a thing of he was going through mental duress, and but he gets a pass for scoring sixty one or sixty three with having the flu. He gets a pass I, for that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying I'm saying Simone <laughs> Simone is literally being penalized for being too good. <laughs> oh, she been up there, she, she been penalized. penalized. I didn't know she was being penalized. They they literally they literally. <clears throat> Like were uh, skewing her scores because they because they were trying to make it. They claimed uh, they that they they were skewing her scores because they needed to make it a competition for the other people because the th- the tricks and everything that she was doing, no one else could do. Oh, I did. Okay, I know what you mean. Like they felt like she had she like, she, she should be judged differently or separately because of it. That's um, and that's, that's why not fair. That's, that's why. Yeah, that's why. That's grading on a curve instead of. Using the official rules, and I bet you, you changing the rules, man. I bet you, you and you gotta, you gotta. I have to assume that that's part of her mental and emotional state. Like that I mean, we don't doing nothing but adding to the. We don't know. I'm just assuming that that's adding to the pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, did she come out with a statement like, um not that she, she have to? This is the difference. Like no, she did. A, she, she 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 spoke on it a little bit. Yeah. So did she cite what? Because when they say. When they say general things like mental health and and be it like you don't have to tell anybody what exactly you're going through, mm-hmm. people are going to make up, oh, well, well you know what I'm saying? So we don't know what's going on in her head. Yeah. She may she may have wanted to give shine to the other perform. I mean, uh, whatever you competitors. That's what I'm saying. I would love to hear the conversation you had, like behind closed doors in the locker room or whatever, with her teammates. So, I, in my mind, I want to make up theories, right? But I, it's not valid, really, because a part of me is saying, like, man, she, she kind of dropped the ball, and then another part of me is saying, like, you know, she going through a lot, and you don't know, you actually don't know what's really going on. So. It's kind of hard to really have a solid opinion about this. But I think I actually but do. I do. No, go ahead, go ahead. But I'll just say this. Like uh I do see a trend of some people using mental health as a blanket for they just don't want to go through the the tough part uh publicly. And like I said, we don't know if if it's real or not, but we just gotta we just gotta believe it is real. <laughs> because, uh, really quick, real. go ahead. I was gonna say one last comment on that is like I I have like a I feel like I have an opinion on it, 
one, I totally agree with you. Is I do, I, I could see that. I see like quote unquote regular life outside of celebrity or Olympics and whatnot, uh, big names. I see how that could be used as like a, a way to not go through something that maybe would help you come out on the on the other side if you went through that challenge. Maybe you need to be confronted. But at the same time, her mental and emotional state is not like she's gonna have to deal with that shit after the Olympics anyway. You know, before like like that that, that shit's gonna be there longer than the Olympics will. So all in all, my personal opinion would be. I'm totally okay with it. It sucks that it may affect the team because she's so good. That's a mm-hmm. testament to her. But when this shit is all over years from now, she's still going to have to deal with that emotional and mental state. And props to her for putting that shit first. And like, yo, this is what's more important to me. Um, that shit's going to last much longer. So AJ, what's cool. your thoughts? that way, it's cool to see. So so for me, I'm I'm glad. I listened to you guys first because I, I I had a pretty I'm not gonna call it a strong opinion, but I had a, a pretty, you know, solid opinion that I felt comfortable with saying. But and then now I'm kind of rethinking that. Um mm-hmm. so now what I would say is like I think it's a good point to be like to believe that um, you know, we don't know, we don't necessarily know. We know like she's been going through some stuff, like Josh was saying, with her being judged at a different level, which obviously isn't unfair you know just you know that whole thing um mm-hmm. so and they add the fact that during the like the first rounds i didn't i didn't watch it but just reading the the, the headlines and articles they were saying that she didn't perform as well as she, she has whether mm-hmm. that whether that was the judging whether that was her actual performance i, I don't know because i didn't watch it but um and it seemed like after that is when she pulled out i'm guessing because you know and it, and for me my initial was like oh she's just doing this because she didn't, you know, she didn't perform as well as she typically does. And now she's starting to feel the pressure of that. So she's just going to quit. So she doesn't quit before she loses. It's almost like forfeiting. So you don't lose. And that was my mindset initially. And I was and now listening to you guys I'm like, that's kind of unfair. Cause like, you know, we, I actually don't know. Cause I didn't even, I didn't even watch the you know, I didn't even watch the performance I didn't, or the, the in real life. I haven't yeah. watched anything either. This is me yeah. just reading up on it. Yeah, um, Dude, I, I didn't even know she actually performed a little bit and didn't didn't do as well as she normally did. I didn't even know that tidbit of it. Yeah, not, not like I said, I don't know if that was because it was her performance or, or the, the judges. judges. So that, what yeah, I, yeah. What I did read was originally she was saying that uh, she she said something. Now I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, uh, gymnasts have this um, thing called the twisties where mm. oh, they, lose yeah. their, they lose their bearings midair and it gets like mm-hmm. mad dangerous because you know they're doing all of that in the air and they can't really tell where the ground is how high they are etc and whatnot and she, yeah. she was saying it was that and oh, okay. then she later cleared it up to say it was that because of whatever mental stress she was under was amplifying mm-hmm. what that was yeah yeah, and and you know that makes sense. Like I said, I I learned what that was like three. I never knew that that was a mm. thing. It makes sense. You know, you're spinning, you know, super fast like that. Um, <laughs> to land straight on your head. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like yeah, so like you know, I, I'm glad I listened to you guys first before I you know, <laughs> I ranted on her like that. Message. But, uh, <laughs> because, but but I still I still I'm, I still feel on the fence though. This is like. Like what Aaron was saying was like, what if Michael Jordan 
you know, was like in game seven, like, oh, I'm going to take, you know, the night off. And, uh, you know, to, to comment on what Josh said, like how he did, he did take that time off. Yeah. And, uh, like, before I say this, like everybody should take the, <laughs> the time off they think is, is necessary. If you, if you feel like you can't function, you know, as well to, to be, to be functional in the society, whatever, whatever task you got to do, you can't do it. But yeah. we know what he was going through and he didn't, he didn't stop playing mid tournament. So that's, that's a little different. And, um, but, but. The other thing is the um, the repercussion of her messing up would probably be a lot more different than Jordan going to the hoop, you know. So uh, it's a lot of the story, too. Yeah. And and what I'll what I'll say in the comparison of those events with uh, to to say uh, Jordan didn't pull out mid tournament because I don't remember where in the season they were, if it was postseason, what have you. And so that's a well. The sick thing was that they were in the finals. I they mean, were in the finals. He, and the sick he had thing, the flu that day. Yeah, we still don't even now know because of uh, last dance whether or not it was a flu or food poisoning or henny. from a pizza. And all that <laughs> Some henny. So, uh, <laughs> that was the henny. Oh, the henny. Game. <laughs> but the 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 timing of of losing your father and the situation that Simone is in uh, is a circumstance that I feel like has weight. Um, that, so it, it, yeah. And on top of that, as far as like, if you, if you know that your mind state is pretty imperative to you being exceptional, then you're going to do whatever you have to do to protect being exceptional. Yeah. But I, I would argue that most great people or players that's when they shine you know that's that's some i mean that's true now now it's a difference to me when when players try to go out there and they hurt and i hate seeing my team like we know you're good uh um peyton manning but say if your thumb is messed up and you throwing interceptions, we don't want you out there. <laughs> no, nah, for but, real. But we talking about a mental obstacle mostly. So, so you're saying that you that you hold physical uh, ailments uh, uh, to a higher degree than mental. Yeah, I mean, to depending on what it is, because some, t- I mean, in all, you can have a physical ailment. But it still be a mental battle for you to play through it. I mean, I think depending on depending on how severe it is, like at some point you should just not be out there. And And it's the the, yeah, but I believe it is the same. You at some point you shouldn't be out there with a mental thing. But I guess it all comes. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Doc. I guess it all comes down to we don't really know what it is. Yeah, and everyone's. I think the biggest thing is everybody's different. And that's and that's it's so hard to remember that sometimes when you're like, especially me when I'm analyzing something and making points, I always forget like I process things differently than this person. And they process things mm-hmm. different than that person because I was thinking about Brett Favre 
Remember when his his dad died? Like it was like the night before, night and football. he went and played the next game and dominated. So it's like everybody can't do that. You know, some people are gonna be like, "No, I'm not playing." Like my Jordan did. Mm-hmm. You know, when his dad died. Not to mention Jordan. Jordan's dad died right. terribly. I mean, he was shot yeah. on the side of the road. So I mean, that that's Possibly, hard to. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit harder though. You know, it wasn't like he was. 80 and we already knew he had you know he was sick he kind of just peacefully i hate to sit this out in the universe too but they were saying that it could have been linked to some of his gambling uh (laughs) gambling stuff and that's yeah that is the case then that's a terrible (laughs) feeling right there and i hope it's not that but (laughs) so what do y'all so what do y'all feel about in the scenario of like a shikari richardson situation where she was grieving uh she was grieving her mother and ended up. Oh, I didn't being, know that aspect of it. Uh, yeah. That was the reason why she was smoking. Let's. I want to say this. Your circumstances wow. are not going to change the rules of the I, of I the competition. Or, or say say you're out in nature. Let's if if you make it a broader statement. The nature of things is not going to like is unforgiving, you know. So your problems, what you're going through. Yes, as a person, person to person, we can have sympathy for you, but that's as far as it can go. You know, is I agree. It's just what it is. Yes. Yeah, they can't just be but, making exceptions in the rules like that. All like like, so, like a waterfall exceptions. is going to be a waterfall whether you're coming down the stream or not. Straight up. Wow. Okay, and because I, somebody survives the waterfall and somebody else dies, it's like it ain't personal. Yeah, you can't go chasing them because you know <laughs> <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> uh, also, also, let's let's put into context that we're talking about sports. Like, so everybody's to her, it may be like, oh, I I already know I'm the best at this. Yeah, and she is a sport, like. But it's she weird. doesn't have. She doesn't weed have to be gladiator minded because it's not <laughs> life or death. Weed but has actually, never made it might be. She, faster. <laughs> huh? Weed has never made anyone faster in the history of weed. No one has ever ever <laughs> gone. Oh, let, now I got I'm you. Fucking. I, you know what? But does that mean we should I just change the rules? Yeah. Yes. Perform better. It's weed. Weed is- well, yo, mentally, you're no, no, no. It it definitely can help you mentally. I mean, every like, folks have said this from from to help. music, music to athletics or whatever, just calming you down a little bit and allowing you to be more. I don't want to say more creative, but just less inhibitions that can help you get through. I do think that can have a mental aspect on you. That uh, it. you know. It, like Adam said, it depends on the per- it depends. Well, on it person depends on the strand of marijuana but, too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so I'm gonna say this. Uh, okay. I'm I'm like uh, I was just gonna say, my dude, T can calm you the fuck down. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody like, oh yeah, we we can't have tea leaves there because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna get the it's gonna get the spirit too calm, and now they're gonna win. The- no, it's weed. No one fucking cares. It's like Look, to me. It's like let's get the like this, it's weed. let's fight the let's fight the rules. Let's get the rules up to date. That's yeah. what we matter. Agreed. Yeah, but they're not up to date now. So right now, in this situation, she 
she did some shit that was outside of the rules for everybody, not just her. So, so, so in a know. in a in an ideal situation, Josh, you would like to see those officials say, "Hey, it's cool for you because of your circumstances." It may be somebody in Slovenia that lost a whole family last week, <laughs> and we don't know about it. So yeah. it's like you want them man. to say, "Hey." This star, this is a star. We know her situation. Is all right. Come on, you know what? What do you? That's what I'm saying. Want to happen? I, I, I think world. I think worldwide. Personally, we need to be decriminalized in general. Yeah, just because I believe too. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for it to be. And especially if she could be kicked out the Olympics for breaking that rule allegedly, and then homegirl on, uh, I think the U.S. soccer team can promote her new weed business in the same time. Is a little wild to me. I don't know about that. What? Yeah, that? I didn't even know about that either. So she, so they allow it in in the soccer aspect, or is it? It's not. It was, overall, I, uh, thing. I have to look up homegirl's name, but I'm pretty sure she's like the captain of the American team. Whatever yeah, she now know. has, a, huh? Yeah, I, I know. I know who you're talking about. The girl, she has like short hair, short blonde hair, I think. Or short. Oh yeah, hair. yeah. She she uh, she has her own wee business now. And so they're like, oh, yeah, you can entrepreneur that shit. Just don't smoke it. And it's like, yeah, it's a big contradiction in our because it's it's like the state is like in you could tell there's a big contradiction with the laws like federal is saying no. (laughs) But like that don't make sense. Yeah, I still understand that. Make it make sense, America. (laughs) (laughs) Like for me, on on, on her situation, though, uh, like for me. Uh, I think it's messed up that she couldn't run because of that. Because you know, I've smoked weed before and I've run track before. The same exact events that she ran, <laughs> and I can guarantee you that it's not going to benefit you. However, you know, like I was saying, like if it's in black and white, like you know, we're going to be tested for this, we're going to be tested for that. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like it's like the most unfortunate situation because like we all know that that's not going to benefit her. It's not going to give her an edge. We all know that. But at the same time, it's like, oh. what are what are the Olympic? <laughs> I don't even know what to call them, but the, the people who bylaws, yeah, the people who make those rules. Like, what are they supposed to do though? It's like it's like it's it's, it's a situation that's kind of just sucks for everybody except her competition. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're the only people yeah. like, well, sucks <laughs> um, for you, but yeah. uh, but that's real. She'll come back and she'll kill it. She's mad young, of course. She's yeah, she'll be, yeah she'll that's probably the be even better. She's only twenty one. Something like so her, that. her body She's isn't really even young. in track in the track where her body isn't even like at its full capability yet. So yeah, it would be wonderful to see. It'd be like it would be the best story for her to come back story to come back and just slay everybody. Those, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, there's a good chance that'll happen. But it'll <laughs> it'll be dope if the laws was different in four years. Yeah, and she, you know, that'll be a big statement. Like it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as far as that. um, how did there's this conversation of or the long conversation, a longer conversation of uh uh this woman uh this young woman, Shakari Richardson, who is now in the limelight because she did an exceptional thing and then she got taken out of that limelight to some degree because she broke a she broke a rule. And a conversation that often comes up in scenarios like that is should people uh, of higher stature, celebrityism, et cetera, be put 
inside of this uh, uh, should always be seen through the lens of being role models. So what do you feel about celebrityism transferring over to role models? And of course, it doesn't necessarily have to be athletes in this case. It could be yeah. regular fucking celebrities. Anytime I, anytime I see, I'm, and this is probably a prejudice of my own, anytime I see women that, uh, that are built like a Kardashian, I'm automatically irritated. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't i don't i don't know them as a person and i'm willing to get to know them as a person so i can dismantle that thing but off rip i'm like i don't trust anything josh out here trying to save him <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> what's that j cole song don't say <laughs> we don't we don't say but yeah what are your what are your feelings on uh role model role model uh, um, the subject of being ro- a role model, but uh, tied to celebrityism. I mean, it's a sucky situation, man. But it's it's one that where you can't act like you don't have some influence on the people who kind of, in some way, made you the celebrity. Like they keep up your relevance outside of your talent or your skill on your alone. That's impressive. Whatever that stands alone. But in this society, they make you the celebrity. There's plenty of motherfuckers who can be super skilled and whatnot and talented and be the best at something. But if they don't consider you to be relevant at that time or important, then you don't get the same shots. You don't get the same opportunities. So it's crazy to us to like act like you're not having some influence on people and they're not buying. They're not buying millions of your albums or whatnot or merch or whatever the fuck to, to help make you rich or help make you relevant so companies will sponsor you and make you rich and shit it's crazy to act like you don't have some influence so in some way um there's because of that influence yes there's some responsibility but at the same time people can use that shit to people i feel like that that gets you to the extreme and it's unfair because they're a fucking person rich or not celebrity or not and people forget that shit so there's this crazy unbalanced situation where to me it's it's frankly hard to have a fair answer to me it's hard to lean one way completely and not recognize the aspects that you do hold in this other side as well Wait, the, the question is do we do we uh like what's the what's the question again broadly speaking what 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 are your feelings on the subject uh-huh, of what are your feelings cele- uh, on celebrities automatically being made into role models once they have a following okay i just feel like just ending it i just ending my point i just feel like it's too easy for the parents to be like well this per- to blame that person and not take their responsibility for fucking being parents you know I, but then you know but then on the flip side it's like motherfuckers these days got three four or five jobs or whatever you know what i'm saying they have <laughs> It's like, well, damn, how much are, how much are the, the kids have so much access in school and otherwise to so many sites and so much information? Like, it's it's a really tough to have a one-sided, only one view of this situation, man. You know? I just want people to be allowed to be people. That's my, I agree that's my, with that, yeah. That, that's my yeah, big yeah. thing is like, yo, it don't matter how famous a person is, they still got to take a shit every day. So we... They do, they I, do, but they might want to buy that new Lamborghini. <laughs> you know, they might, and, they might want. And to. sure, I can, I can look at the aspects of either your personality, your business model, and all that kind of stuff to that brought you to this place, so that you can live in that kind of affluence and affluence and influence. But 
treating someone is it uh in that space that they're not allowed to do regular people shit which is whack as hell yeah that's you that's the aspect that then. i don't care about yeah you can't yeah, mess up or you lose everything that's the wackest shit in the world to me man yeah yeah like for me um I, it's this is an easy answer for me i i think uh celebrities are not role models and you know politicians aren't role models uh no one should be a role. Okay, let me. I'm not say no one. I think that a child's role model should 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 be their parents. And sometimes it doesn't work out that way for you know various situations. Um, I think there's always going to be celebrities that end up being role models. Maybe that's just maybe that's a personal goal for them. Like you know, we mm. I can't I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but I know there's actors out there that specifically like do things for kids. Like they that's like their their passion. Mm. You know, like I'm a you know do these roles in movies and stuff, but I still want to help these kids. And that's great. But like that's at the same time though, we shouldn't we shouldn't expect that from complete strangers that didn't you know they didn't like you know do an oath or whatever to be a public so like you know like when you join True. the military or become a police officer you get folded into being a senator or congressman president those are those are positions of service you're servicing or supposed to be servicing people right. so you know you could say i mean i guess you could say that if anyone's going to be a robot to your kids that ain't you then maybe maybe one of those guys maybe but it definitely shouldn't be an entertainer <laughs> like you know like it, you know what just, sorry, that wouldn't be my first choice for my kids like i'm sorry i feel like ultimately you can't put that responsibility on anybody but yourself whoever that person is who did the action or you know said what they said had their own feelings and shit yeah ultimately it's not the celebrities or whoever this known person is responsibility no mm -hmm. doubt about it like it just you can't be blaming them and shit mm -hmm. of course um but i do think there's a space where People know what they can do to keep themselves hot and they know how they can manipulate certain things on social media, otherwise in society to stay relevant and con and continue benefiting in some way. Just like algorithms, algorithms and all that shit. Like people know what they can, they have an idea of what they can do to remain relevant, whether that's manipulating in, in some way because they just see how what's what's hot right now and you just follow that shit. I'm just saying you can't that part has to be acknowledged I feel like as well. I I, I got a point. But ultimately but it's sure. not ultimately they're not role models, you know. I I got a point, but I want to make sure Marco goes. So the way I look at it is like um everybody is going to attach themselves to the person that they in in the media or in the public eye or celebrity, whatever it may be, they're gonna attach themselves to what they uh what's the word uh, affiliate with what they, they resonate see, with, yeah. Right. They see, okay, I like this, I want to be like this, or I am this, and I want to champion this person because I like their style or whatever. But the question is about role models. So, but, so when I, this is making me think like, what, what is a role model? Are we talking about positive? Are we talking about what we feel 
should be championed on the positive side of things because yeah. oh, okay I'm if just we think of like influence if we well, it, right if <laughs> we just talking about pure influence then everybody is a that is a celebrity that people know uh, in the mainstream or to a wide degree is a role model because you can't get around it you you don't have a choice oh, well and it's possible to use that okay, to so your benefit. Me, I'm a, yeah Go so ahead. for me, I wasn't talking about influence. I'm talking about, for me, when I say role models, Positive. I'm thinking like people that are setting okay, like okay. good examples uh, on so, right. how you so, should be in life. So if we talk, if we speaking about that, then it depends on what what your virtues are, you know? So yeah, it, it just depends on what your virtues are. And I'm, I I concur with that, Marco. I I personally, and even to I guess piggyback on what Adam said, I don't personally believe that anybody is a role model. I think people can have aspects to them that deserve to be modeled after. Right. And so, in in other words, you can I, if I uh, if I appreciate. What uh, uh, how Aaron does his tie dye? I can look at that aspect of him and go, okay, what leads him in the in the uh, regards to that creativity? You know, what were his influences? What is the uh, the color palettes that he likes to work with? I can look at those things, but I'm not going. Aaron is who I want to emulate. No, I, I got an example. So I really like and respect Mike Tyson okay. at, at this point in time in his life. Me too. And um, I like his truthfulness. I like I like how he doesn't hold back. I like I like a lot of things about him. But if I to some people, if I say Mike Tyson is one of my role models, they may say like he's a wife beater. He's a this. He's a that. He's a this. But I'm not saying that I want to be him. I'm not saying that I. You know, I, I'm saying that I respect his discipline and, and, and his focus and, and those things. So everybody you can find some dirt on. Right. So so what are we doing? Is nobody that we should hold like I want to emulate every Agreed. aspect of their life. So agree. Yeah, uh, that's so that yeah. I so that's kind of what Josh was getting at. And I totally agree with that. Yeah, me too, man. So I, I would almost want to. I don't have kids, and I don't want kids. But I, uh, I almost feel like that should be the. I always got to. I always got to preface it that way. Like, like I'm not. I'm not. I, I know I don't have kids. It's like you telling you telling the listen it in. It's like you telling the universe to to obey. Like, hey man, I'm gonna tell you like. <laughs> Don't be picking. Uh, don't be. <laughs> only because because uh, because you know you start with the the disclaimer like I don't have kids so you know I can't necessarily say how people should treat their kids and all that kind of. Uh, stuff. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, but I also go I don't want kids so let me make sure everyone <laughs> knows that aspect of it too. But when it comes to kids, because they don't often kids don't know how to. Uh, um, I'm gonna say differentiate, but I know it's a better word. Uh, differentiate between what aspects to emulate of people that they uh admire or um idolize or what have you also to like to to your point like they don't know when they're looking at tv what's real we know characters and music and and movies mm -hmm. and all but a lot of times they they not they can't do that yet they don't understand how to di differentiate 
the real from the fake when they're looking at things and, like that. And the you thing know what, is, though, at the same time, I, even even adults, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, it just, it's just, he, he made a good point. I know I was like, trying, it, I was trying to finish my point though. Sorry, dog. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't even making a different sorry. point from what you were no, saying. Was I, trying, I, yeah, I was just my bad. My bad, man. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You went in there. You... <laughs> I was just gonna say, even like adults just um don't like the mind doesn't know the difference between what's really going on and your memory, even on an adult level. Like they yeah. don't we don't know that we can't the mind can't tell the difference between what your memory and what's actually happening right now in regards to reality. So even as you grow up, you can have that skewed um, sense of perspective, you know? And and I think that needs to, be, uh, I would encourage people to make that, make that the practice for themselves and for whatever, uh, uh, how they're teaching their kids to process information and how they're, and how they're getting it to go. Don't look at that whole person and try to idolize them. What about them? Is it that you enjoy and if that thing and how does that thing behoove you in the long run so that you can not only uh, learn from it and be a sponge to it, but you can prosper past whatever point that you're looking at, as opposed to going, oh, I love DMX. And so now I'm going to go rest in power to the God. But like, I, uh, uh, like, I know where you're going. Like, I'm, I'm going to go do everything the DMX did and like this. No, that like, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you can't bark you know, your yeah, order in a fast food restaurant. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's dangerous. Like, I wasn't gonna talk. I was, gonna speak I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's dangerous though, and like, and I don't have kids either, but I, I would like kids. But and for me, it's like I think it's important, so important. I think it's gonna be important that you, as soon as they're they're old enough to understand, like, look, man, this is not real, <laughs> like. Like you can like somebody, but you don't have to like like you're saying like idolize something. Like I was, I don't know if I was on Facebook or YouTube, but I was just something popped up, and then there was this girl, and she had black hair, she had this like lime, yellow green strip. She's mm -hmm. wearing this baggy T-shirt. I'm like, why are you trying to dress like Billie Eilish? It was Billie like it's like that's so odd. That's so odd, and it's like. And I mean, kids are very like, like impressionable and they're like, you know, they, you know, they, they are easily influenced and it's like they're mm -hmm. experimenting. Yeah. And which that's fine. You know, learn, learn about yourself and all Constantly. that kind of shit. By all means, we all had that. Aaron used to talk about killing everybody on buses. I used to shop <laughs> a hot topic a yo, lot. You, we all yo, edit that shit out, son. <laughs> 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 talking about talking about them and them. Aaron, Aaron, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, Josh, Josh is the one always catching everybody. Allegedly, <laughs> but like I used, to, I used to be in hot topic because I was like, yo, I want to be different, and so let's figure out like what this golf thing is or something like that. But you know you, you. I'm already indicted in like three states. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, I I I think kids deserve a chance to experiment, but yeah. just figuring out like what's the root of the experimentation? Are you just trying to emulate this thing, or are you trying to find that thing in your voice? Yeah. For wherever that is at the time. You know what? I feel like even as a parent, too, you should also be not 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 necessarily experimenting. That's a lack of a better word. But 
remain somewhat open to be like, yo, I don't know everything too. So when this child comes to me asking certain questions, Absolutely. I'm just, I might not be there yet. We can learn. Shout out to Bruce Lee, be like water. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. <laughs> like yeah. Because that's mm. one of the scariest things to me is kids will think that their parents know everything and then hold on to shit. It's like, damn, yo. How? Especially that, traditions that's not, that's, from the past. That's not well, the way yeah. to go either. Yeah. Parents want their kids to think they know everything. <laughs> Which is crazy. That's, yeah. that's why I always I mean, say I, like, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Uh from what I can see, from what I've seen. Again, don't have kids, don't want kids. Um, is that they they <laughs> just to be that, clear. <laughs> 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 um, is that they'll they'll push for that whole uh, I'm a superhero to my kids because I, I'm I want to seem omnipotent to them so that they will come to me when they need it. And if they feel like I don't know, then they're going to look to someone or something that appears like they do. And, and so it's, it's a double-edged sword because when you're a kid, you know, you don't know. And, and even when you're arrogant enough, when everybody hits the arrogant face, they're like, I know enough, like, fuck you. Uh, and so <laughs> I feel like part they, of it is we don't trust. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, you got my bad, Doc. I really in this first episode of season three, I'm just interrupting <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm just I'm I'm just saying it I can see the double-edged sword in it to yeah. the to this young entity who's trying to get their bearings and is trying to learn. And so they're gonna go to the sources that they feel know as much as possible. And that source mm-hmm. is like, well, you know, I'm not really sure. Unless they also add the aspect of let's do some research together so that we both can grow with it. And they, if they just go, I don't know, they're going to go, okay, well, let me go find someone that does. <laughs> yeah, yo. You know what? And that research to me is like living more life. You know? <laughs> that research to me is living more life. And Bill's like, let's wrap that you shit know? up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, it'd be cool to get like live more life and then eat on each stage. When you feel like you know something, still be questioning, like, yo, do I really know it? Mm-hmm. Because the second you, you realize you don't know something, you want to fight, you want to, like, push to know it. But on what level can you really say you know it? That's the question. On what level do you really know that you know it? I feel like you we've know? been slightly how disrespectful. Open uh, Marcus, you have kids. What? How do you approach this subject? I know they're probably not old. Uh, well, home, uh, baby boy might be. But, uh, um, like, do, are they coming to you with, like, mad questions? Like, Daddy, daddy, where do kids come from? Why do I have two grapes in my in my lap? I, like, <laughs> um, I think it may be several stages of that. You know, I think the first one is like uh, basic stuff. Like, what is what is this? What is that? But it, yeah. it hasn't gotten to like more uh, deeper stuff like that yet. You know, my son is four. So he don't, he's very intelligent. Um, and I can, I can have conversations with him, like, <laughs> for real. And, um, but as far as like, where do kids, where do babies come from and stuff like that? Uh, you know, he, he doesn't have a bearing about that type of stuff yet. Uh, but, but my feelings on that is like, you just have to, first of all, my job is, to introduce them to things that I that I believe that will further them or or um not further but like enhance them or show them something uh you know new 
in a positive way. So um, the parent has a has a big role of introducing the right things in the in the correct things to them. And um, but but they're gonna see things and experience things themselves. And I guess the the goal is to have the type of relationship with them where it's easy for them to express how they feel with you and express, you know, uh, um, it, it, it'd be most easy for them to talk to you. So like, so like we all could think of uh, when we were young, how easy was it to talk to our parents? And I think you just got to keep that in mind. Like, what would you have appreciated them to come to you with, you know, or open that door? Like, hey, we I made mistakes. It's important for you. It's important for me to show my kids that. Like we were saying, we not superheroes, we just go through things and then we make adjustments. So uh, it's just all about being relatable, I believe. Yo, because another, because you can you can try to shape them and you will shape them in certain ways, but a lot of the decisions are up to them. It's just it's like us giving them a palette to be successful. Another um, top, good topic would be for another time would be um, like picking which school we put our children in, Montessori or public or private, and why. And the and benefits being and setbacks about from those. It. Yeah, being realistic. Yeah. yeah. And like when is a healthy time or the quote unquote right time to introduce certain things to your child? Um, yeah. That would be a cool one to talk about. Whether it's like gender and other, you know, things that are hot topics now, like when they should be. I guess part of one, one of those could be, hey, a uh, child comes home and says, I learned this at school today from a from a teacher or another child, another a friend. And I want now I want to know because they exposed me to it, you know, so I guess that would be a cool topic to, to discuss. Oh, that, that'll that'll definitely take up a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but thank you all. That we're going to wrap up there. Uh, we appreciate you for listening. This has been another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast for our brothers from the middle of the neighborhood of Gary, Indiana, coming together to chop it up and talk and learn and. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can get you all to join in the conversation. By all means, you can follow us on Instagram at Informally Honest, Facebook at Informally Honest Podcast, and Twitter at Informally underscore HP. And of course, there's the email by all means. We didn't get into it today, but Elias, we got you. Uh, he wrote us an email uh, before we went on break and want to make sure that we uh, show him that love. So, uh, by all means, write us at informallyhonestpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us your questions. Uh, we can talk. Uh, we might even invite you to be a guest if your question is like really, really good. <laughs> all right. So much love to you all. And any conversation that you have and anyone that you engage with and all your relationships, we always encourage you to be forthright, vulnerable, and most of all, honest. Yo, peace. Tap. Peace out. Peace out. Adios. Without shedding a tear for my brother. I really wanna try for my brother. Cause I truly do feel for my brother.